Hello and welcome to episode 193 of Checkpoint Chat. I had to open up my file browser very, very, very quickly. Half-Life 3 confirmed. Half-Life 3 confirmed. Uh, I'm uh, your host, co-host, Alessandro Barbosa, and I'm joined by Matthew Figuera. By the other co-host. By the other co-host, co-host, co-owner, co-founder, co-writer. Who confirms episodes and episode 193, uh, episode 3 of Half-Life. Co-creator, co-executive producer, co-producer. If we added credits to this podcast, it would just be us two. (laughs) Written by Alessandro and Matty. Directed by... Guest starring uh, Lupin, Luna, Toby, Abby. (laughs) (laughs) Special guest, Hideo Kojima. Can you... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Kojima's... I love that that Xbox um, showcase. Kojima's the only... He's the only developer or gaming persona who could just appear and be like, hey, what's up? I'm making a game. And everyone's yeah. like, wow. People are like, oh my God. If it was anyone else, Kojima. they'd be like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. I mean, oh. technically he did the exact same thing. Um, well, okay, not really. But when it was just after he had left Konami and then he appeared uh, on stage at E3, you were there with yeah. me. Um, mm. But I guess there they had the very first trailer for Death Stranding. They did. Mm. And we were so, just confused by the fact that there was a, a baby in a bottle. <laughs> Norman Reedus baby uh, crying like oil on his, his stomach. and yeah. I must actually go back and watch those trailers now, see if they make any sense, given that uh, they surprisingly the do the like really <laughs> the the like first trailer he showed off is pretty much spot on for kind of like the vibe of the game. It's like those mm. invisible things in the. I don't know what it's called anymore, but like the black ink stuff. Um, and then the whole idea of like his connection to BB and it's, yeah, it's pretty I'm, fucking amazing that, that he had that like from the get go. It's quite amazing. Like if you will go back and watch trailers for any games, nine out of 10 times, they are packed with spoilers. Oh yeah. Because oh, they, yeah. they're out of context. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, go watch, um, like Elden Rings trailers or any from trailers, like, oh my God, like they're showing the final bosses, big bosses, this important thing. Like, I'm just going to close your eyes, don't watch them. What was, there was a recent game that did that where it was literally like Kingdom Hearts, going back probably. to the trailer and it was like <laughs> you could see the final boss. Um, I, I think Kingdom mm. Hearts is notorious for that as well, where they're like just slapping. Yeah, I mean, Fantasy I, I don't know notorious. Kingdom Hearts yeah. at all, but yeah, they slap in. Oh, definitely. So remake time. does it as well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like oh, yeah. Final Fantasy Remake, the trailers, you go back and like, oh my God. They've literally <laughs> shown off like the whole crux of this. Like, yeah. Not even the story, just like what they are planning to do. Yeah. Mm. Trailers. It's supposed mm. to tease, not spoil. And here we are. Nowadays, you, you just can't get away from it. I, whenever I think of trailers spoiling, I always think of that really... Um, well, it's not old, but it was the trailer for the first like Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. And that mm-hmm. trailer had like the whole fucking emotional arc of the film in it. It was like, yeah, I'm Spider-Man. Yeah, I've got the suit. Oh no, Tony Stark, you're nothing without the suit. If you know, that oh, yeah. whole, like, and you're like, what the hell? Are you just showing me like every beat of every act? It was like, like, stop condensed, it, yeah. like 
please stop. Yeah. I hate trailers like that. They make me so mad. It's like I know exactly Especially, what the movie's the, the whole like pace of the movie's gonna be. Yeah, ninety-nine percent of rom-com trailers are like oh God, well, a man yeah. in a city trying to make it big until he meets someone. Hey, <laughs> they fall in love, but disaster. <laughs> I'm You're so glad we've moved yeah. away from that um like voiceover on trailers. Like <laughs> Oh whatever. <laughs> the trailer can't speak for itself. We have to have the same gruff voice being like in a world. Okay, but you know, Spider-Man doesn't exist. They've they've removed the voice, but they still have like those title cards where Oh yeah. So that's take fair. take take that's exactly fair. what I said of like a man in the city finds true love until disaster and then the like cue like the music swells like very emotional and then it's like this summer it shows like a flash of seeds and it's like another title card like learn to believe again more seeds <laughs> learn to believe <laughs> in again. love more seeds and then like the name of the film but at the point you're like I've watched this movie now <laughs> oh. of course I'm telling oh. you watch there's a formula and it's funny because John Michael Michael actually brought this to my attention like ages ago watch any jrpg trailer or any trailer from japan and nine out of ten times they will start with some nonsensical quotes mm-hmm. like just like a title card of like if if mankind were to fall like the moon shines on the horizon or something and then it's like hard cut to nonsensical cutscenes of like no brenda don't do that gameplay <laughs> <laughs> and then about halfway through there's an opera singer or something doing something a bit of latin thrown in Every time, I'm telling you, you'll never unsee it now. <laughs> Good Lord. I need to go back now and watch like every Final Fantasy trailer and see if it follows no, I, this. I, what is the, the, what is the final, final Fantasy 7? Is it Rebirth? Uh, the new one, yeah. Rebirth. New one. Okay. Because that, that itself also opened with a line and I laughed. I'll tell you what it said. Well, no, thro- wait, throw, it throw it up for... For the video viewers to see, I'll, hold up. I'll dictate for these audio, I know, it's audio a, listeners. Is it Rebirth? Yeah, it is Rebirth, up. yeah. Let me just find it. Is this the right trailer? I need to make sure that I've got the right trailer <laughs> before. No, wait. It was this, though. Oh. What? <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'll throw it up I need to second. see. I need to see this. There's I need an open to, I need to confirm your though. nonsense. Hold up. Okay. Sorry, the audio listeners, we'll, we'll, we'll dictate, we'll dictate the, for the trailer you. for you. Okay, so we're watching the Final Fantasy Rebirth trailer. So, big shot this of the, the right sky. One, yeah, this is the right one. Okay. There's so a feather gotta, floating gotta... <laughs> down to the ground. It's very yeah, okay, beautiful. So God, this game is beautiful. Ready? <clears throat> yeah, there. <laughs> What will become of the planet? You see, without fail, question mark. There's, it's like some big opening line. Okay, and you've got cloud walking. Then, I can't hear this. So I have no idea how the music is swelling. It's um, fine. Don't worry. But if you if you scrub what through, is Sephiroth's Endgame? <laughs> see what I mean? Most trailers do this. What is fact what is and fact what is and what is fiction? Oh my god, I can't. Final Fantasy Seven Rebirth. We can prove this. Give me, give me any. Any JRPG, I'm telling um, you. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if you go back to the, what was the most recent one? Kingdom Hearts Four. It's probably the same. Um, Kingdom Hearts Four. I'm pretty sure it was like, it. what's his name? Sora? Is it Sora? Sora yeah. Clown shoes, Sora. Um, <laughs> oh my god! He's this like, is a, oh, hang on, reveal trailer. You know, that trailer's long. It's like <clears throat> four minutes, I think, or something like that. It's ridiculous. It's super long. 
It's as long <laughs> as you wait I'll, for Kingdom I'll Hearts four years. I'm telling you, it's a well. <clears throat> this isn't my my claim to fame. This is John Michael Michael who identified this um, you know, this trend. This, this trend. <clears throat> so this opens with the la- the last master arc. Okay. Oh, so this is a, a whole of, new arc for Kingdom Hearts. Oh a bit, God. bit of, bit of footage, whatever. Cool. You don't know what's really going on. You're like, okay, that's happening. And then, oh, there we go. This the quote. heart resides within the soul, which in turn is guided by fate to its. What is this place. font, though? <laughs> this looks like some. Oh, what does okay. it even mean? <laughs> this oh, game God, looks fucking cool, so, though. Like, I, so I don't funny. think I'd ever play Kingdom Hearts because I'm too far gone now. Like, I can't. I just can't dedicate myself to that nonsense now. <sighs> but uh, visually, pretty good. Pretty it looks good. good, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. To, to try to catch up now. Your <sighs> Kingdom Hearts My 1, face. 2, 3, 4, 2.5, 6, 8. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Route 2 over Square. Um, yep, it sounds about right. No, this, <laughs> this is low-hanging fruit that I'm hitting here, but it really is fucking nonsense. So It is. Come at me, Kingdom Hearts fans. <laughs> Listen, really. you can enjoy nonsense. I don't care, but it's nonsense. Like, just... Admit to yourself that it's just nonsense. just acknowledge. Yeah, it's fun. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. I love uh, I love trash too. I love uh, <laughs> wow. Okay, that's I love. That's, uh, okay, well, I love trashy stories too. You know, I love my Dragon Ball Z. It's a trashy story. It's great. It's awesome. I love. Uh, I'm trying to think of other trashy stories now. Um, I mean, I loved watching Vampire Diaries back in the day. Fucking trash. Good. Yeah, that came up in the Discord this this week. I never watched Vampire Diaries at oh, all. Wait, no, was it Vampire Diaries or True Blood or both? Oh, but oh, we were talking about True Blood. Yeah, yeah I didn't watch. Also, either. same basic trash. Like, so, although it was, was weird, about. like True Blood was HBO, so it should not have been that trashy, but it was. But it was. Yeah, Supernatural yeah, as well, trashy. Oh um, my god! No, no, no! Don't say, don't say trashy. Supernatural first few seasons real good, and then. Then whew, it gets into territory. You're like, oh my god, where is this story going? It's ridiculous. I'm just so glad good uh, Jensen Eccles got his got out of that supernatural world and he's plopped in the boys, and he's fucking great in the boys. Like, it's good can nice. confirm he is amazing in the boys. So watch the boys; it's real good. They they announced a spinoff for that show. It's called like <laughs> the kids. What is it called? Uh, yeah, it, it is sort of like kids. It's it's <laughs> a, it's like a university for the superheroes and it's basically described as like what something crossed the hunger games so i'm just thinking of like all the all the superheroes on the show are really terrible people now make Mm. them really terrible young like teenagers it's just going to be crazy so yeah i'm keen i'm down to watch the show oh so one day so so good and what i've heard is it's nothing like the comics and the comics are bad so well, yeah, there you mm, go. it's a good good thing. Maybe they deviated. Yeah, uh, you know what else good. deviated? My attention from video games this week. Wow. Hey, let's get it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> it actually deviated towards more video games. Towards this week. it, nice. You know, as Shikmunch had to talk about video games. Um, so if you're listening to this, it's probably slightly late. Uh, mm-hmm. It's later than usual, and the reason for that is we needed to edit. Well, I needed to adhere to an embargo for. Uh, Stray, the new mm-hmm. Annapurna published title. I don't actually know the... Div- I get really irritated by this and then I've just done it when people be like, oh, it's a new Annapurna game. It's like, no, it's not. It's, Annapurna published it. They didn't mm. develop it. They don't develop games. Um, it's like being like, this is the new EA game. 
<laughs> yeah, okay, cool. But just um, a Shirok EA developer. Blue yeah. 12 Studio, I think is the Blue, Blue what? Blue 12 Studio. Oh, Blue 12, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if they've made anything else. I'm looking at the wiki page. Does it look like it? Yeah, so in 2015... Blue 12 co-founders Kula and Viv began working on Shrey. Oh, so this is their first HK game? Project. Damn, they started working on this in 2015. Well, it was announced. Oh, this is interesting. They, they wanted to pursue an independent project after working at Ubisoft. Hmm. Oh, so they, they form a Ubisoft before. devs. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was, I remember, I mean, it's been a while. Uh <laughs> Stray was first announced at the PlayStation's Future Gaming event is where they announced, you know, the um, PS5. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the games shown there. So it's been two years since then uh, for this to come out. Um, it's cool. I quite like it a bunch. It's very... Um, uh, okay, so firstly, in Stray, you are playing in a sort of poke lot, poke, post-apocalyptic world um, and you're playing as a cat. Uh, the story yeah. sort of starts out with you and a couple of other cats and you get um, separated from them and you find yourself in this like really, really cool like neon-soaked undercity um, mm. that is inhabited by uh, sentient robots. And mm. they're all really kind of cute and all really surprised to see like a living creature that's not a robot and now all very curious about, you know, what exists above their world. Um, and uh, very early on in the game, you get a little robot companion uh, that kind of like, you, you get this little like backpack um, mm. and he can just like phase in and out of that backpack. He's saying he's like charging, but he comes up uh, whenever you're talking to another robot and he's the one communicating to the robots. And then okay. he talks to you, the cat, but he's basically talking to you, the player, because like the cat mm. can't understand what the fuck's going on. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> Cat's like meow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even though the cat does some pretty intensely like um, complicated things like hacking safes and stuff. Uh, <laughs> this cat is smart AF, let me tell you that much. Incredible. Um, but it's, it's really fun. It's a very straightforward like adventure puzzle game. Um, mm. The game so far has been, it like seesaws between like, okay, you're in a confined area that's specific to a certain like chapter of the game. And then you mm. come back to the sort of like very small hub that you're able to explore at leisure yeah. and like your objectives are sprawled around um the the sort of hub so for instance yesterday i needed to get a specific robot to um fix a tracker for me but he mm. couldn't fix the tracker until i got him like a poncho because he was really cold um and i couldn't get <laughs> the poncho. i couldn't get the poncho from the robot that created the ponchos because i needed something else so i needed to like roam around and complete like a sort of like scavenger hunt thing and get all the items okay. and then um nice and then before that, like when I was in the hub, I had to go to four specific places that were demarcated with like an icon and fetch like four journals um, mm. to complete like this message. Um, <clears throat> stuff like that. It's very cool. And like I said, it's straightforward. The puzzles are pretty simple. It's sort of like you're in a room, you need to find like a code to a door or you need to find batteries to power a thing so that you can like open a door or you need mm. to depower a fan so you can get into a place, uh, stuff like that. I've never like sat there and been like, fuck, I do not okay. know what to do. Um, yeah. But it's, it's nice. And the, uh, the, the movement as the cat is probably one of my favorite things. It's, 
it's really cool to see a video game from this perspective, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you know, I think just like we as humans walk around and we see like the world from our level of view, the world to something that's maybe a fifth as high is very different. So seeing video yeah. games from that perspective is interesting. Like Something you walk different. through doors and they look like massive and you walk um, past like robots feet and you look up to them. Like sometimes oh, when wow. I have to talk to a character, I have to jump up to a chair to get on eye level with them so I can actually That's chat cool. to them. Um, stuff like that. And it's just like interesting. It's different. Um, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. So all these sort of movements are like canned animations as well. Um, you don't have like a dedicated jump button. You're not like jumping like Crash Bandicoot, like when you press A, you yeah. jump. Instead, when you roam around, you'll see the A button. I'm playing on PC with a controller, uh, but you'll see like the A button pop up on surfaces that you can jump to. And then when you press A, the cat will like make the leap there. And then mm. you're in control again when uh, you get on there. So it makes the animations look very, very fluid. Yeah. Um, and then... I think it keeps the game from being silly where you're just jumping like stupidly and not getting jumps correct and whatever. It's like, it's yeah. very strict about where you can go as the cat. Yeah. Um, so I think but that's I mean, quite, that, quite smart. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, that's probably the, the smart thing to do because also you yeah. need some wonky looking yeah. know, jump animations. I, I, I think already because like they're, they're animating, like speak to any animator and they will tell you that walking cycles are like the hardest thing to get right. So now I'm trying to mm. think of the effort that went into a walking cycle for a cat with four legs that yeah. you can observe from like any angle at any time. Um, and that needs sense. to look good. So it makes sense that they, they went this route. And, you know, you can still get some momentum going. Like if you hold A and there are jumps nearby, it will chain them together. So you can like aim, okay, it, in so you can cool. aim it in a direction and be like, cool, I just want to go. And the cat will be like, boom, 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 like jump between them as if it's got like, it knows exactly where to go. Um, yeah. It's pretty cool. It feels pretty cool. And I quite like it. Um, well, I quite liked, I mean, sorry to, to interject, mm. but yesterday the PlayStation blog was titled Meet the Real Life Cats that Inspired the Game's Port Protagonist. And it's oh, literally yes. uh, an introduction to, I think it's three cats that hold shape like cat. Anna. Oh. Yeah. So this is the. The main cat is inspired by this real-life little stray cat. Um, and then a lot of animation, I think, happened. There were two other cats. Is this one? They probably captured a lot of animation work this from them. Yeah. Boy. yeah. Oh. It's quite, you, quite cool. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can definitely tell that because, like, it's so detailed and, um, yeah. like, authentic. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it look, there's a lot of... There's a lot of love poured into the right parts of this game. Like it is an independent game. So, you know, I think the scope of it might be smaller than what you think, even though yeah. to be fair, I, I'm not finished with, oh, okay. Well, at the time of us recording, I'm not finished with it. I will be mm. by the time this episode's out. Um, yeah. But it's also like incredibly beautiful. Um, yeah, as I was going to say, I think that's that was the draw card for a lot of people's like, of course, you know, game about a cat, you know, generate hype, mm. but it's also the fact that like, damn, this it's game looks really good. fantastic. Yeah. This neon city is kind of lifelike in some like, ways. It's drawing, it's drawing from, you know, familiar themes like cyberpunk and, um, mm. you know, post-apocalyptic um, worlds and stuff, but it's got its own vibe. Like the robots you find are like bipedal humans, but they're all look like they're wearing like sort of miniature CRT monitors as heads. 
and they've all got <laughs> um, cool. all of them like um, emote in very different ways on the screens. Like they change color and they change their expression based on how they're talking to you. Yeah. And it's just, it's got a really cool presentation in that way. And then when you're walking through the streets of the slum, like the water on the, on the floor and the neon signs and all the reflections, it looks really good, like really, really good. And the cat is really nicely detailed. And yeah, I, I, genuinely think it looks pretty phenomenal so yeah i'm i mean from that perspective, i haven't played the game nice. just from yeah. trailers though i've gone like oh yeah, <laughs> oh it's it's real good. good does it have a photo mode because that would be uh, a missed opportunity if it doesn't think so oh no <laughs> i don't i need to look into the controls but i haven't seen one surface to me but there mm. might be like a button that lets yeah. you go into photo mode which would be nice because i want to yeah, you want to take nice panoramic shots of, mm. of the cats and whatever. There are instances so far that I think haven't been, they've been good, but they're not my favorite parts. So they're, they're, there's moments where you are in quote unquote like combat. So there's mm. these uh, enemies called the Zerks, which are <laughs> like, they, they're like these, I don't know what they are like. Al- they look like aliens. Do you know what they look like? They look like the the face, uh, Head crabs from Half Life, but just yeah. like chibi versions of the head crabs, and they oh, attack you in like swarms. And they they mm. are what the the robots are scared of because they can eat metal as well. Okay, uh, so there are instances where you have to traverse like areas that are infested with these zerks, and you've got, kind of got to like circumvent them. So you can stand on one side of like an arena and meow, and it like attracts them to there, and then you've got to run to like another end and hack a. a Terminal, uh, so it closes a gate and traps them in a certain place so you can oh, like continue navigating up. It's fine. I just find the sometimes these enemies react in ways that I don't really expect. They uh, uh, Their behavior when it comes to what they can jump on and what they can't to me seems a bit inconsistent. So there's been times mm. where I think I'm high enough to be safe and then these things just fucking jump at me. And I die. I know. And I'm like, oh no. Okay. Uh, does yeah. it just show like a you died screen? Hope it into your cat actually get murdered. <laughs> no. So what they do is like they latch onto you and then you can like furiously tap B to like try and shake them off. But if mm. too many latch onto you, your cat just like falls over and then there's like a you die. Not a you die right. thing. It's like red text in like, <laughs> yeah. So it goes full dark. So I was like, you yeah, <laughs> it's like red text. You can't even tell what it's saying because it's like in some like alien language and it's just like. Uh, yeah, it's Amazing. it's quite sad. But you don't hear like the cat going like, like, ah! like yeah, that would be horrible. No, that'd be terrible. Um, so yeah, I, there's only been few, I would say maybe like 20% of my time with this game has been that. Uh, mm. And most of them have been like chase sequences. Like I'm running away from these things and just y- using platforming to like keep keep them at away bay. From, yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that like evolves if it does. Mm. Um, but so far that's like not, it's not bad. It's just not my favorite part of the game. I'm I much more prefer just exploring this world and chatting to the little robot inhabitants and like knocking things off shelves and stuff like that. There's <laughs> uh, even a mechanic, and it's it's even part of some of the puzzle solving. Like at first, I was like, "Oh, this is just a fun gimmick," but you can on certain surfaces you can press Y, and then you can like tap your triggers to do like the whole like clawing. You know, like when oh, cats no are like, yeah. like uh, sharpening their claws and stuff. Yeah. So you can do that on carpets and you can do it on like walls and stuff. And then there's some instances where you do it on like blinds. And if you do it enough, the blind like pulls down and then opens. And then you'll have like a oh, new wow. somewhere or something. <laughs> 
Um, and then sometimes like mission objectives are actually hidden in boxes that you need to go up on a shelf and knock off so that you can uh, get it. <laughs> like it's real, it's real cute. It's, so it's every time cute. Lupin uh, knocks a glass off the table, he's just like, I just want my next objective. Exactly. Like, he's on. following <laughs> that, uh, that waypoint mark. Oh, that, that's a good point as well. Actually, there's no objective markers. markers. There's no, oh, map, well. there's no over, overworld map. You kind of need to, you need to focus on what people are asking you for and take the mm. hints that they give you um, okay. to like kind of complete your de- objectives. So like yesterday, th- uh, that, that robot I told you who wanted like a poncho. I was like, okay, mm. well, I don't know where the fuck to get this. So I yeah. hopped out and I walked around and then I came across this collection of signs and the little robot buddy that's with me translated the signs and one of the signs said, uh, grandma's clothing so i was like okay let me try there <laughs> so i went <laughs> yeah i went there and then that robot was like oh i need this electrical wire to make you a poncho and i was like oh fuck i don't know where to get that so yeah. then i went back to the sign and one of the other signs said like marketplace so i went there and i found a merchant that was selling that and okay. then yeah so stuff like that like you you've got to take in the world and like the world kind of points you to where you need to go like sometimes we'll be yeah. like oh i'm let's meet up back at the bar and I'll go to like a rooftop and look around and there'll be a neon sign that says bar and I'll go there. You know okay. what I mean? It's very nice. Cool. I think that's, that's cool. It's a really natural way to, to find my way around and it's never been frustrating, um, yeah. so to speak. So yeah, I'm enjoying nice. it a lot. Um, it's not revolutionary. It doesn't need to be. It's not like, I don't think this is going to be a game of the year contender for anyone this year. Maybe it will be. I, you know, maybe the story does some shit at the end that like really hits you deep or something. But so far, I'm just having a really good time with a really unique sort of game, and I'm just mm. enjoying it a lot. So yeah, I think yeah. just from that angle alone, it's I can't say I've seen a game like this. Exactly. Yeah. Where, and it, and, know, and it I hits mean, it like. Yeah, you you get games where you play as cats, but that's like anime cats <laughs> exactly they, they they work in the same way that cats. a human would like a crash yeah. bandicoot doesn't control like a bandicoot it controls like a human so <laughs> what you mean yeah. sonic's not like an actual hedgehog <laughs> no de- did you know hedgehogs on blue? oh my god oh, my yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I think from that perspective it is quite unique it's mm. it's very much like you are like you definitely jumping around and you you're doing things as a cat that a cat normally wouldn't do because a cat would have no sense to like do what it's doing in this game but you are still moving around as that cat um yeah so yeah oh the uh the music in the game is fantastic just really good like synth what sort of oh is it synth yeah it's and like very atmospheric oh it's really good it's real real good can't wait for this ost to make this game because yeah there's a lot going on here yeah, the, looking at the game, um, just like I said from trailers, it looks like damn, this is you need quite a bigish team to put together something that looks this good, like just mm-hmm. on that front alone. But it seems like it's really just a small indie studio. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how many people actually worked on it? It's um, uh, sure. yeah, it's a good time. I um, <laughs> I really want the uh, there's been so much good marketing with Annapurna with this, like they oh, yeah, partnered up with like cat shelters and uh they they partnered up with a big like cat accessory brand to have like stray accessories genius that backpack man i want one i i i'm shawnee shawnee's like they will never use that and i'm like i want it's not for them (laughs) i want to put a cat in there and see if i can take it out into the world in that little bubble and if they'll enjoy it 
if you want your cats to be like outdoor cats that will actually not mind being on a leash, mm. like it, you should do it now when they're still little. We, we we tried. So we we took them out once um, in the car. We put leashes on. They didn't enjoy the leashes. Then when they got in the car and we were driving around, they did they not enjoy the car. Mm. Um, and then when we got out, I was like, okay, well, let's try walk them up the stairs. And we put them out on the leash and the first thing they did was run under the car. And I was like, well, this yeah, is not going I think- well. Sadly to say, they might be too old already because I think, like, it's weird because dogs sort of are perfectly okay with that. Like, Mm. they want to go on walks into the park. Cats are the complete opposite. If you don't get them when they're kittens and Mm. teach them that, you know, it's cool to go outside and be on a leash, you'll never get them to do that. Yeah, I think I I can't imagine putting Lupin and Luna on a leash. Oh, God, no. No, definitely. Because, like, I love that little harness in the backpack when I'm like, they would never use it either. But could you like, imagine, like, I see so many videos of people overseas taking their cats on, like, walks yeah, into for parks. Yeah, a walk. <laughs> and then they let them off the leash, and the cat just does its thing and then comes back. I'm like, how? Oh, oh, like, I'd love to know how you this? do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, but, yeah, Stray's good. Um, I think it's so cheap on Steam. It's like 170 bucks. 75 Which is lunch. ridiculous to me. Like, it might that is be, a steal. It might be 200 rand by the time you listen to this, but even that's yeah. like it's on it's on the like it's 10%. on the upper tiers of PS Plus. But uh, I think even if you're just on the essential tier of PS Plus, you should buy this game. It's pretty good. Yeah. So um, if, if you're listening to this after Australia's release, it's 195 rand. If you have a time machine and you're listening to this from today, <laughs> oh, has it got the 10 percent? Oh, 10 percent okay. off. Yeah, that's fine. But 100. I, mean, I think 195 rand is still. There are way worse ways you could spend 190 rand. This is well worth that, I think. And it's so I haven't finished it yet, but I've been told it's around eight hours. Um, I've played it for about three, three to four now. And uh, yeah, I had a good time. I'm just living your best life. Yeah, living my best cat life. I, I, so I have open back earphones, as you can see. So that means mm-hmm. noise Sound comes out. Sound actually comes out, yeah. My cats go fucking mental when I play this game really? because they hear me meow and they're like, where's that coming from? And then they sit here at the monitor and they see, I mean, this could be anything on the monitor. They see anything on the monitor and they're like, ooh, that's interesting. But they have taken a weird liking to watching this game. I've had them mm. both times I've been playing. They're both on my desk. They're both lying down and they're both just looking and they're watching. <laughs> And like, because to us, so we just intent. hear meow, but yes. to them, the cat is like, Help me, yeah, <laughs> help. I'm stuck in you. Help, I'm and every stuck. now and then, Toby like pours the monitor. He's like, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> uh, I, I actually I got a video from uh Tumur Hussein from GameSpot because he's also playing it and he sent me a video and he's like, My cat is obsessed with this game, and it's just his cat <laughs> sitting watching this TV and this cat meow, and he's like, What the. His cat Nico is like, this what is the cat fuck propaganda. is going on? Yeah. mobilizing the cats again. <laughs> it's actually, yeah, they, they, this is like messaging in there like, kill your humans while they're asleep. <laughs> like, yeah, Just put your room. paw on the jugular. It's okay. <laughs> put your paw in their mouth and other on their nose. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Just sleep. My God, uh, yeah, Stray's good. Um, I can't wait for you to play it because I think you're going to have a good yeah, time with it. Yeah. Super cute. You know where this game know. would be great on Switch. Holy shit! Oh, really? I mean, this is why I want a Steam Deck, man. The, mm. I could have been playing this game in bed. Like, in bed. oh, I really want the Steam Deck back. I, I really do. Is anyone going yes, overseas? What's a Steam Deck 2.0? Bring me, bring, bring your boy Steam Deck. Steam, Steam, Steam Deck. Deck. Yeah, 
Steam Deck. Um, yeah. Uh, are you playing on PlayStation or PC? No, on PC. I'm playing on, on, PC, on, okay. on PC, yeah. And nice. runs yeah, might, perfectly might, fine on PC. I might just buy it. Um, well, if we you have, have it, if, I mean, you have it on Steam now too. We share games on Steam, so. Oh, shit, this is true. Stop playing it. Let me play it. <laughs> like, Soon. I need to finish this game for review. And yes. Like, Why is Matthew still God damn it, Matthew. <laughs> I need to get on my game. Like, I ain't getting you. out. Not till I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's not going to happen because I'm still up to... Oh, wait. Hold on. Yes. You're not done. You wanted to talk about another game you finished. Oh, no, no, no. no. You go on to, you go on to Sunbreak sure. because I mean, my I'm other one will talk. be very short. I want to hear yeah, about well, your, your new monster hunting gear. What I what mean, have I'm you replaced the, cla- much, the crab claw with this time? So oh, let me just time. Is there no crab claw sword? Is it something else now? I mean, you the, suck the meat out of the, that crustacean the, sword. The crab, the crab claw, crab claw sword is the definitely the most unique one I've used. But <laughs> so I was telling you before we started recording that you know because we, we sort of outlined the show and I'd say to like I've not played anything more than Monster Hunter. Mm. Still, still enjoying mm. my crack cocaine, but. What is different to last week is that I think last week I said the early hours of that game is really you just facing the same monsters you fought in the base game, but they're a lot harder and they have one or two new moves, uh, which yeah. makes them feel completely different, a little bit more aggressive. Um, I finally hit an MR where I've just fought MR monster monsters. rank? Ma- ma- master rank. Master rank, okay. <laughs> we had HR in the base game, okay, that is just hunter rank. Now we've got master rank because oh we masters God. out here. <laughs> Jesus, okay. Um, so I, I, I think it's MR4. I mean, there have been a handful of new monsters, right, leading up to this point, but it feels like this week I've just fought monster after monster with cutscene after cutscene, introducing them. Um, and it's just been a really good time. Like... I can't, I can't give this game enough praise. Um, and I suppose if you've played a monster hunter, you know what to expect because it's it's the same thing, just with different, you know, with wire bugs and switch skills oh, and a whole love lot of that stuff. wire bug. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know the next monster hunter. Look, I've it, never played wolves. Fucking better include wire bugs. I I'm sorry. don't know how you you would remove wire bugs. I love the added mobility. Yeah. yeah, and and the actual you know, utility of the weapons is just so good. Like yeah. I can't imagine not having that. And yeah, you know, they might just do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it, the monsters are also way more challenging. Like I think the base game has always been, you know, it's a good balance of, you know, what one hits you and what doesn't. And, you know, you having to play smart, but it feels like these monsters are just, they've like upped the ante. They're super aggressive. They've got lots going on. It's like I was saying to you, the one monster you fight breathes fire on you and you, you not only have like ticking fire damage, you also get poison damage. I'm like, My how goodness. is that even possible? Yeah. <laughs> is it fire poison? Is it poisonous fire? We'll never know. <laughs> just don't, <laughs> don't get hit by it. It's like that green fire from Game of Thrones. It just does uh, both. It's just, it does everything. Every status under the sun. <laughs> but what's been interesting is that it does the typical thing that it did in the base game of like, Hey, there's this big monster, Magnamala. Okay, you've killed it. Roll credits. Sorry, Magnamala. So that was the base game cover monster, that big uh, purple boy. Okay. So when you fight that in the base game, it's you you can beat that monster in like the opening five to eight hours. Okay. Okay. And then credits roll. They're like, wow, good job. And then you realize that's just the beginning of the game because there's tons of content after that. Yeah. So I did that quest this week where I fought the cover monster, and they're like, yeah, well done. 
for Sunbreak, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, you killed... They don't say the cover monster. I don't remember what the heck its name is. You <laughs> killed the cover monster. Hooray. But, you know, the game doesn't end there. There's still... Now it's that post-game more. grind. But, but it's not post-game, though. It's weird because that was MR4. Now I'm on MR5. And I'm like, does it go up to MR6 or 7? Mm. Like, I, I don't actually know. Um, but yeah, I'm having an absolute blast with this game. And... It really is. When you get into the loop, it's it's super addictive. I mean, not once do I play, go like, oh, it's kind of the same thing. I'm, I'm always just like, yay. <laughs> I'm going to go. More monsters go hunt, to fight. More yeah. monsters, new new armors, new weapons. Hooray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I haven't, haven't hit the post game yet, but I think I'm kind of getting toward the end okay. of, you know, the the base contents of and you're still chasing like so. um upgrades on your weapons or have you kind of exactly, settled yeah. on no no no, no there's so still upgrades okay it's the moment you hit a new mr it's like a new tier of weapon becomes available uh, okay. it's like if you have a poison sword it'll do say like 260 damage and 30 poison like i'm thumb sucking now but now the new tier unlocks and it does 300 damage and 40 poison so it's like just an incremental upgrade that you can work towards okay um, but yeah, it's it's such a good loop. It's it's super addictive, and it's just mm. yeah. Can't I stop really, playing it. <laughs> I really wish I had the time to to be playing with you because I think it's it's really fun to play <clears throat> with friends. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super glad you're enjoying it, and I'm super glad it's good as well. Like, mm. um, especially after the base game being so good, they could have really like phoned in this expansion. But it seems like that's well, certainly not the, the case. The way it starts, I I was initially like, I'm really just fighting the same base monsters yeah like it's a bit weird but now i'm hitting the content where i'm like oh damn like there's a lot this of this is new the cool stuff shit. Here. yeah um and, yeah, nice having having a blast with that very good so. very very good um yeah i guess yeah. sticking with sort of semi nintendo i finished uh metro dread finally this week nice. because you know with all the the fucking load shedding we've been having it's been a great time to just kind of like when I lose power at eight o'clock, just hop into bed with the Switch and be like, cool, I can play two hours of Switch. And, mm. you know, I don't have that nagging feeling like I should be playing Elden Ring or I should be playing a review yeah. game because I genuinely can't. You can't, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I finally got to, uh, well, you know, when when you're playing two hours almost every night, Metro Dread goes by in like a week uh, because mm. like it's only it's about, not, it's I, not too yeah, I think long. my clear time was like seven and a half hours or something like that. Mm. Game's good. I mean, shocker. Uh, I I think I restarted the game about three times over the course of like the last year, like just trying to get yeah. into it. And every time I played maybe about like an hour before I bounced. Mm. And like an hour is super not enough to really no. get into the the groove of things. That thing hits its stride like two or three hours in and then it just does not stop. It's just fucking upgrade after upgrade after yeah, upgrade. I'm, like, I'm go, glad go, go. I can finally talk to you about that because, I mean, you know, obviously at the time I played it and I kept saying to you, like the the pace that they give you stuff is unrelenting. Yeah, it's it's yeah, like half it's an crazy. hour per upgrade over seven if to eight that, hours. Yeah, if that, it's and sometimes then, and even then, shorter, yeah. Yeah, every time you'd like, how, okay, cool, I've got this. How can they one-up this? Oh, and they do. my God, yeah. <laughs> and every single one is like so... So like revelatory to how you move around that map. Mm. Um, and like, yes, you can do so much backtracking, but I think what I appreciated most was as soon as I got an upgrade, the path forward was always very clear. It was always like 
it was a mainline path through that game. And mm. the game did a very good job of communicating that in a way that, you know, if I moved right or left, it felt natural and I was going the right way every single time. Mm. Like it was and very even, rare that I, that I got lost because I went the wrong way, you know. Yeah, but even even on that front, we always speak about how this game's design is just... It's, oh, it's incredible. Like, sorry for the the cliche saying, but it really is a, a masterclass of design where I don't know how you piece together those maps in such a way that you give the player a new upgrade, you plop them exactly where they need to go. And it's often a place they've been before. Yep. And it's like, oh, hey, here's a here's a wall now that you can break. And now that yeah. takes you further. And yeah, it's not like it takes you through one linear path. Like you are actually backtracking, but it's so organic that's, yeah, I, I don't know how they did it. Like, I can't imagine having complex. to problem solve. Yeah, Because there's like what? There's five or six like essentially Main the whole map is like five or six hubs. And they're, yeah. at first you think they're all interconnected by single elevators, but then you realize that there's like there's multiples, two yeah. or three ways to, to get between each of these areas. And all of those are dependent on like upgrades you have. And it's mm. just insane. Like I, the way it's interconnected is amazing. One thing I haven't done since finishing the game is watch the speed run. Oh, I'd love to see to. how people yeah. break that game. Because I mean, if if people were to figure out glitches, I'm sure they can get through it oh, very yeah. quickly. Yeah. You, know, like you can, you can definitely nah, sequence break game this game in, in weird mm. ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm sure there was a run at the most recent SGDQ. I'm yeah, almost certain there's there. one there. Like, I would love to watch a 100% item speed run. Like, oh my God. <laughs> like, finding the most optimum path through that entire map and getting every single item um, would be mm. pretty cool. The thing that did frustrate me slightly was not the main bosses. I thought the main bosses were really fun. Mm. Frustrating and difficult, but very, very fun. Uh, the repetition of some of these side bosses sucked. Um, mm. Especially those motherfuckers that like... Uh, there's they they first introduced you to one of them they do like this charge attack and when the charge attack is like blue you can block it and when it's red it will fuck you up and then Mm. they like shoot you and then eventually they introduce i think there's like two or three areas where there's two of them at a time and i just hated those like absolutely Mm. hated those they i just thought it was like cheap and unfair because they could like really just knock you into a corner and and Mm. mess with you very quickly um other than that I think the bosses were good. That final boss is really good. It's very difficult, mm. um, but very, very, uh, very fun. There's some good puzzle bosses as well, like the underwater mm. one. Um, yeah. I thought it was quite neat. Uh, it's good. I I really enjoyed it, and it makes me want to play Samus's Return on 3DS now. So yeah, yeah, which was the studio. Yeah, Mercury Steam. Yeah, yeah. They, it was the remake of Metroid Two. Two, I, I think. think. Yeah. I listen. I went down a rabbit hole reading like <laughs> how these Metroid games interconnect, and it's, it's a wild. mess. It's a complete yeah. mess. Like the 2D games are on their own timeline, and the 3D Prime 3D games, games are sort of on that yeah. same timeline, but not considered like the same thing. And yeah, it's wild. It's crazy. <laughs> that said, I'm very excited for the supposed Metroid Prime remaster that's coming this year. I will play the shit out of that now. Even me, I played the. Because there's a trilogy on Wii, right? But I mean, I played yes. the first one, I think, and I enjoyed it. I I mean, so they apparently have all three ready to go, but they're only releasing the first one this year. And I bet they're going to release Nintendo. each one for a, a cool full price bucks. for each one. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'll play it. I, I'm mm. in the Metroid now. 
I am Metroid. <laughs> I am. Oh my god! <laughs> How did that happen? I've absorbed one yeah. of those little jelly beans, and now I. Aha! How satisfying is that? Though, when you get that ability, you just absorb everything. Yeah, you just. Yep. I, I love That's that good. the the Metroid X's are just like floating, colorful jelly beans, and then the Metroids mm-hmm. of old are like these really alien-looking things with like teeth and exposed brains. They look very different. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've got a okay. I've got an amiibo of a, a Metroid, and it's squishy and it's gross looking. <laughs> it's not like this cute little colorful thing. Amazing. No. I am sad now. I didn't get the Metroid Dread amiibo. Um, that's because, a good amiibo with the the Emmy. Oh, yeah, good. yeah. With the I, mean, I think sure it's like the base Samus suit, and then. The Emmy, yeah. Fuck I'm those sure Emmys. Some of those Emmy up. battles were ridiculous. Yeah. But I did enjoy at the end, like the very last one, you're like, oh my God, I need to do this again. And then it's like, mm. nah, fam, you don't need to do yeah. shit. Samus can just deal with this thing. She's just, like, yeah. Shoot in the face. Yeah. yeah. It's real good. My God. Enjoy it. Uh, so, yeah, that is Vigi uh, Games. Should we move on to, I think, very game sparse releases. game releases? Uh, let us games out. So we're looking at games out between the 16th of July and the 22nd. 16th of July and 22nd. God, I need to scroll so far to get to July now. So far now. Here we go. 16th. So we have. What did I say till the 22nd? Okay, there's quite a. Oh, there's there's actually quite a quite few, a few actually, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we have Stray, as we previously spoke about, coming to PC, PS4, and PS5, July 19th. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox exclusive, uh, As Dusk Falls, PC and Xbox. Uh, it's also on Game Pass. That's that, like, narrative-heavy, almost I like a Telltale game. Is it on... Wait, where is it? I did see it now. As it looks Dusk cool. Dusk Falls. Oh, it is coming to PC. Sorry, yep. it is Xbox exclusive. That, that's uh, a game that they showed it at the Xbox showcase, and it's one of those. I don't think it it showcases well. No, I don't think games like play. that demo well. Yeah. Um, but it's got a cool visual style to it, and uh, if the story is good, it could be really fun. So, mm. uh, then we've got Endling Extinction is Forever PC PS4. Switch Have you watched the trailer Xbox for this? One? No. So you are basically like a mama fox who has to look after. Her oh, babies is this that? Oh, when no. shit goes down. Yeah. Oh no. Okay. So this is the I'm going to cry game. This is the I'm going <laughs> to cry game. Oh yes. Okay. I remember seeing this. Oh fuck. Okay. Yep. I need to play this and I'm going to cry. Prepare to cry edition. <laughs> yeah. Prepare to cry. Okay. Uh, Tombstar coming to PC July 20th. Uh, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance oh 2. I, I'm assuming this is a re release. Must be a re release. Yeah, yeah. PC consoles and Switch July 20th. Post Void coming to PC, PS5, and Switch July 22nd. Bright mm-hmm. Memory Infinite, which has been on PC for a while. Um, oh, coming, coming to, to PS5, Xbox, and even Switch, which is crazy. Switch? How? Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. How? <laughs> I remember there was so much hype for this game and it just kind of like disappeared. I think when it released the, on PC, it was like, oh, this game's not super good. It's like, eh. Because it, it, I think it looks beautiful, but I mm. don't know how it plays. So I, I think it the plays fact so that it's on Switch... Yeah, it's like, wow. oh God, we need uh, we need sales. We need we need I them sales back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then big one for Switch, Live a Live. Uh, live a Live. Live a Live, sorry, Live a Live. Live a Live. live. Uh, you know, in your to- defense, the English language is stupid. Okay? <laughs> it could be Live a Live. <laughs> live a Live. Uh, oh, it's like, it's like that band. 
called live. It's like, <laughs> we're going to see live, live. Oh, we're going to go see live. Like, no, we live. Oh my yes, God. Live is live. <laughs> I hate it. It's stupid language. It's the worst. Uh, yeah. July 22nd, uh, host light coming to PC July 22nd as well. And then Capcom Arcade Second Stadium, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch, July 22nd. Oh, my God. Have you seen the game for July 28th? Bear and Breakfast. I Bear I know exactly. I ex- love it. I know exactly what this is. It's like a, you're a bear and you, um, you have to manage a bed and breakfast. Nice. So it's Sounds like, a, a, you know, like one of those cozy simulation games, sort of like mm. um, Stardew. Oh, it looks oh, so good, man. Take my money. You need to show Bear this to, to Lenska. I think she would fucking love this. Because you, you have to like build out your bed and breakfast and like, oh, it looks so good. <laughs> yeah. Bear and I've Breakfast is a laid back management adventure game where you build and run a bed and breakfast, but you're a bear. That's the Steam <laughs> description. <laughs> is this coming? So this is only next, next week. It's only on PC, interestingly mm. enough. Nice. Cool. That's uh, games out of this week. Yeah, games get, out this week. Should we move over to gaming news? Yeah. Let me just timestamp this. Okay. So that's, go uh, quickly. Go, uh, go, go. Quickly. So, in gaming news this week, we will start with the news that PlayStation Stars loyalty program announced by. Sony PlayStation. Um, surprise. Sony Sony said, you know what? Xbox has Game Pass. We're going to do our own PlayStation Plus tiers. You know what else Xbox has? Microsoft Rewards. We're going to now introduce our own loyalty system. Okay. Um, so you don't know what Microsoft Rewards is. It is a free loyalty program from Microsoft, which essentially lets you earn rewards points, which you can turn into vouchers for, you know, to spend on games again for example Mm -hmm. so to me i don't know if sony's works the same way but that's to me what this is it's just a loyalty program for earning points and then spending them on sony things Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. can you spend it on playstation credits i don't know but that'd be very cool um because even even nintendo has a loyalty program of sorts you know yeah i I think you get those gold coins for every um For every digital purchase purchase you make, you get a percentage Mm. back in gold coins and then you can use that to buy games, which is actually pretty neat. Yeah, but Xbox and now PlayStation take it a bit further where the idea is that you get almost like quests to do. Yeah. There's activities and things to do that will earn you points. So I'm not quite sure what PlayStation's plan is on that front, but Mm -hmm. by getting a loyalty program, which is pretty cool. And it's uh, uh, it's better if you're subscribed to PS Plus. You'll mm. earn loyalty points on purchases made via the PlayStation Store. Yeah. So, so there are certain activities. I mean, uh, that I think is those you know quote unquote quests I was talking mm. about. Certain activities will also reward you with digital collectibles, which Shoney describes as digital representations of things that PlayStation fans enjoy, including figurines of beloved and iconic characters from games and other forms of entertainment, <gasps> as well as cherished devices that tap into Sony's history of innovation. That is a very oh. long sentence. <laughs> Someone hasn't heard of a um, commas blast there. Sure. Oh, yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's cool Sony's doing this, but it is funny that... It feels like they're taking notes from the other people going like, you know what, we're missing. Mm. We need to do this, which nothing wrong with that. I mean, I love Sony. I want them to 
remain competitive and keep doing cool things. So, to be to be honest, if it's just a a thing that like, um, you know, just sits in the background, like I subscribe to it and earn these points based on just like using my PlayStation, then every now and then I'm like, oh wait, I've got all these points, I can yeah buy a small game or whatever. This is yeah. essentially how the the Nintendo one works, and that's right, cool. So, yeah. So I just read your PlayStation owners will acquire reward points by logging on and completing certain activities, which can then be redeemed for PSN wallet funds and other PlayStation store products. That's cool. Lock mm. it. I mean, they're not going to give you like $60 <laughs> to buy a game, but if you're making a couple of bucks here and they're just for playing games anyway, it just turns into discounts on, you know, future purchases, which is pretty mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. No, it's cool. So, I think, I think uh, it's a cool cool um cool program like there's no yeah. downside to this you know so they, they haven't confirmed all the regions but i mean it, it'll definitely come to the bigger places uh whether it comes to the likes of south africa yeah. and smaller regions remains I, to be I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't immediately say it's going to happen i would uh no i, I know microsoft rewards does not exist in south africa yes sadly. but yeah. i don't know playstation locally has a bigger presence yeah so i think, so I, I think like it there's a bigger foot, footprint yeah. so yeah we'll we'll see i guess um what other news shall we jump to um let's talk about the skate news i think uh so as you might know uh ea is busy working on a new skate uh they have been for quite some time now um and we now know that the game is just going to be called Skate, not Skate 4 or Skate 5. I can't recall which. I hate it. it makes yeah, me so but mad. now it's just Skate as just every other video game. Just add a number to the end of your game, please. Or call it, yeah. call it Skate Reborn or something. Don't just call it Skate. Yeah, just <laughs> like, come Skate. On. Just that, that's all it uh, is. Um, in addition to the name, they've also announced that it will be free to play. And it's coming to PC, really cool. PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, so I guess this is more seen as a free-to-play like hub that people who just enjoy skating can kind of like mm. check in on and enjoy and it's a sandbox thing to just enjoy skating it's not like a campaign-based thing like some of the older tony hawk games um will it have a battle pass uh well it says your yeah, skate will serve microtransactions to fund its continued development but they s- but said that they will be largely cosmetic Mm-hmm. The, the team said that it's looking to games like Apex Legends as inspiration for monetization. Battle Pass confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was actually Skate 4. It was confirmed in 2020. I think it's still going to be a while till it's out. Before we, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they're doing, like, there's loads of playtests for this game, but it's, like, all pre, pre, pre-alpha. So, yeah, yeah, definitely not a this year sort of game. Maybe, like, end of next year sort of thing. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. Cool, but you know what is coming out this year? What? Bayonetta 3. Hey, Hot damn, let's go. We finally let's got a go. release date for this. This came out of nowhere. Like, no. I mean, the announcement of Bayonetta 3 came out of nowhere, like in, what was it, fucking 2018 at this point? Yeah, but this was like, oh, hey, there's a trailer. <laughs> it, yeah, here's a trailer, here's There's a, a date. date. Cool, no, so no, um, no direct, no nothing. Nope. Um, so this is out on October 28th. So mm-hmm. Nintendo packing some punches for the end of this yeah, year. Yeah, they, they, they've, got, they've got quite a bit coming out at the end of this year. So it's pretty good. If you've never played Bayonetta 1 and 2, let me tell you, <laughs> they are 
some of the best action games you can play. Great, great action games that are real crazy and really good. So fucking bonkers. Color me excited for Bayonetta three. Although you did say to me that they did not, ha- they do not have the yeah. same voice actress, which Th- is a bit been, weird. There's been a bit of weirdness with this one. Like they don't have the, they don't have returning voice actors. There's like some weirdness happening with weirdness happening with the localization. So the same localization team is not being used. So mm. you know what. Platinum has been on a not so great trend at the moment. So mm. at the end of the day, I'm just hoping this is a good game <coughs> I to hope play. It's good, yeah. Like, because Bayonetta one and two are phenomenal. Really so good, yeah. I'm just hoping that this is not a big disappointment after all this time. Uh, that would mm. really suck. Uh, yeah. But from the gameplay trailer, it looks just as ridiculous and bonkers. Looks good, it looks yeah. fun. Um, it's got a new so yeah. playable character called Viola, mm. um, which made an appearance in the trailer. She wields a sword and has a little cat companion named Cheshire, which is, is funny because, which is a nice because yeah. yeah, there's another character called Cheshire, isn't it? Or no, it's, so it's, his name's God, I can't. It's Luca or something. But, but Bayonetta calls him, calls him Cheshire. Yeah. yeah. Okay, interesting. This I game's wonder. come full circle. Mm. I wonder what the ramifications of that mean. <laughs> I love this line though. Some of the play, or some of the locations players will visit in Bayonetta Three include Tokyo, which is a city in Japan, and China, <laughs> which is a whole ass country. It's just like saying they're going so to LA go to the city and Africa. And <laughs> yeah, like what the hell? Hold up! Oh yeah, that's so funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. So Tokyo is in Japan, right? Yeah, Tokyo's in Japan. Yeah. yeah. So you go yeah, go to the city in Japan and then just the whole of China. Just the whole of China. Like that very yeah. small country called China. Nice. You go to South Africa and Africa. <laughs> and Africa. Good lord. Um uh, so yeah, I'm yeah. very excited for that. I just I yeah, I, I have this like little piece of me that is like, please be good. Please be please good. Please be good. Yeah. Uh in other Nintendo news, Kirby Kirby's getting another game. This year, Ooh. Kirby's on a roll yeah, this, this year. Speaking of uh, uh, Nintendo games that came out of nowhere, this also just like yeah. was just dropped like out of nowhere. Kirby's Dream Buffet. Uh, so this article says it looks a lot like Fall Guys because it is basically a four-player uh, experience where you I mean, run through does this sound like Fall Guys? It seems. Vi- vibrant, elimination-based platformer with an online PvP focus. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. That sounds almost <laughs> identical. Like... It does, it does. Um, but the fact that Four Guys has like 100 players instead of just four players. So I wonder... It does you know. say it's going to be four-player local co-op as well as online multiplayer to enjoy with friends. I guess I guess what this reminds me of is sort of like Four Guys, but um, there's an old game on Xbox called Fusion Frenzy, which is essentially Four uh, Guys, but it was like, I think, eight players maximum, and you would each play a bunch of mini games, and at the end, like mm. your points would tally, and that would determine a winner. Um, yeah, and it it was also like the whole like wipeout esque nonsense mini games. So yeah, yeah, this is probably like a combination of both of those. And um, it's got Kirby, pink Kirby, yellow Kirby, Kirby, all the Kirby's love there. Look at this yeah. ball of happiness, so good. That's cool. I love uh, food based uh, <laughs> levels. I'm down. Uh, now moving over. So to, it's coming uh, out Xbox. this summer. There's no date, oh, sorry, but that should summer. be like soonish it's pretty soon yeah, yeah pretty soon i mean summer's nearly yeah over it should be in, in like the next the month States, so, so. <laughs> it'll just drop just be like boom it'll oh it's out like, bam is this, is this one free to play i think it will be so for like I nintendo subscribers probably hey 
I don't know. I, I have a feeling you're right. Though. I don't think it's like a paid for game. Yeah. Unless, you know, you're a subscriber. I'm pretty Four sure the, there was that other car. Kirby game that was also free to play um, a while back. <clears throat> yeah. There's, a, there's actually a, a scary number of Kirby games in, oh, yeah. out in the wild. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. In Xbox news, Halo Infinite campaign co-op launches in public testing. You know the game that launched in December? It's mm-hmm. now June. We we still don't have co-op <laughs> campaign in Halo Infinite, but it is coming uh, soon-ish. So yeah, it's entered public testing, it seems. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after a series of delays, campaign co-op and mission replay are coming. So you're quite excited for mission replay. Yeah, I'm mostly excited for that because the base game does not allow you to replay missions, which is fucking crazy to me in a halo game like i know this mm. thing came out of the gates like on fire but jesus that, christ does mission like, replay exist in previous halos yes <laughs> like right, that so is just that is a up. core feature of those games like you can literally bounce between never and and sure this is the first one that's open world so maybe that mm. makes it far more challenging but like when you have things like skulls that you want to entice people to go and collect and the only way mm. to for them to collect them in previous missions is to replay the fucking entire game. Like, that's yeah, crazy to me. Oh, um, no thanks. So, yeah, it's cool that that's out. Having co-op's cool. I mean, I'd, I don't think there's anyone that I'd probably play co-op with now because, I mean, you've played the game, I've played the game. I don't yeah. think we're going to replay it again. But it would have been nice to have it launch because I think these games in co-op are just super, super fun. Um, but and it's good that it's fun. Halo would there. be good fun. Oh my god! Can you imagine the antics you could get up to with both of you having hooks. like the grapple hooks? Oh my! Can Lord. you grapple hook to your teammates? I don't you know. know. You know how fun that'd be if one grapples up to a mountaintop and you all just chain your grapples together. Exactly. Or like someone mm. throws one of those explosive barrels and you just grapple onto it and like fly. Um, <laughs> that'd be super super cool. Hilarious. Uh, so, so that's. Yeah. When is this? The cop I think it's in its. Out. Yeah, you can yeah, you can access it now. Um, I think you need to be part of the insider program, uh, yeah. and then it will go out to all other players yeah. when it's ready. You know. And there's still no season two on the multiplayer. No, there is. They're in season two oh, of Lone Wolf, oh, but the seasons are they too long? They yeah, straight up they're too long. Too long. Um, yeah, uh, like a six month season is just not okay. So it's not viable. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Cool. Uh, last bits of news. Final Fantasy 16 dumped traditional turn-based combat so that it could appeal to younger gamers. To, this comes from good so old Darren Bonethars. Gave, um, gave the, the good old middle finger to us boomers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Darren. <laughs> old man yellow cloud. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> God, I he is a that. genius that is among best. us. Genius. Uh, D- Darren us. is a national treasure and he must be protected. All he must be protected. Old man <laughs> yell at cloud. Holy shit, that is great. <laughs> um, uh, so, so, yeah, yeah, this comes from an interview with Final Fantasy producer Naoki Yoshida. Um, because I think a lot of people are concerned about like the very heavy action focus of Final mm. Fantasy 16. Um, and speaking to Famitsu, translated by VGC, Yoshida said that the decision was made to move away from traditional turn-based RPG mechanics as the studio believes that younger audiences aren't interested in that genre. Quote, mm. I'm from a generation that grew up with command and turn-based RPGs. I think I understand how interesting and immersive it can be. 
On the other hand, for the past decade or so, I've seen quite a number of opinions saying I don't understand the attraction of selecting commands in a video game. This opinion is only increasing, particularly with younger audiences who do not typically play RPGs. Mm. So listen, I think RPGs and turn-based are two very different things. Um, yeah. Especially in today's age, like the sense of an RPG is completely skewed um, and does not even... I mean, how many RPGs can you think of in the past like 10 years that were like command-based? It's only the mm. Japanese ones. Like that's what yeah. we describe as a JRPG now. So... But it's funny, this, this is what got me. He says, as I said, I believe I know the fun of command system RPGs and I want to continue developing them. But I thought about the expected sales of Final Fantasy 16 and the impact that we have to deliver. I mean, fair, <laughs> that's pragmatic. Like, he's like, but this thing but needs that to is, sell. Yeah, but it's funny because I can imagine Square Enix breathing down his neck like, hey, yeah. <laughs> you got hey, you got to hit this. Do you remember how disappointed sell. we were in all of these other games? Yeah, don't be that. But at the same so, time, like, Final Fantasy 15 and 7 Remake have both signaled the moving away of this already. Like mm. 15 was, but, yes, you were selecting commands, but it was, you know, in real time. 7 was mm. even more so. Like you seven, could change it to the classic remake, one. But, yeah, but 7 Remake to me is the best model ground where it is. It's yes. action focused, but it's, it's really cool. It's very strategic. Like, yeah. Literally, well, you know, almost slow time to a fraction to, you know, decide what you're going to do mm. you know it's not quite the same as your traditional turn base but i think it's it's really a good middle ground and i enjoyed the heck out of it so i'd play way more games you know with that sort of system hey, that's the one thing i do too. hope that you know <laughs> in, in rebirth they don't like move away from that i hope they don't no I, know, I don't see them doing that you know i don't mind the action focus of 16 because i think it gives it a bit of an identity like you look yeah. at the action in 16, you're like, okay, cool. This is what this game is. And that's fine. Mm. I don't think all Final Fantasy games need to have the same combat. But yeah, I liked Sevens and I hope and they retain that. In can we just remember that Final Fantasy is known to experiment or do something drastically different with each game? Exactly. I mean, yeah. I never played 12, but I, I think the combat was, it had like a gambit system. Mm. But if I think of 13, 13 wasn't turn-based really it was you just straight it was like an auto battler mm, mm. i can call it that way you just Final choose Fantasy auto chess yeah where you just choose you know which roles you want your characters to go into but you weren't going like i want to cast fire i want to attack you mm. chose a role then you watched you know them you watched it thing. play out yeah yeah which it's just I, it's a it's a different spin on combat and like you said even then like if you go all the way back to original Final Fantasy VII, that's still turn-based, but they eschewed like how turn-based worked with the the active time battler, or was that six? Yeah. Where they no, no, that, that, no, that happened. That happened at three or four, I think. It's just like but, it's not turn-based. It's like everyone takes turns, but you can delay turns. You can do all yeah. sorts of things. So it's I mean, not like a even, playing like a Fire Emblem Three Houses now, where it's like this is the turn order and that's how it works. You know what I mean? That's how it is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I'm still very keen to see how Final Fantasy 16 plays if you, uh, out. I if love you, the franchise. So. If you take a gander at the comment section to Burnt Thou's article, boy, people are so, so mad much about this. Holy shit. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Last piece of news for this week. 
Old Metal Gears are going back on sale to celebrate the Thank God, 35th birthday. Thank God. I don't know why these things were yanked from sale like a couple of months ago, but it's really cool now that on Xbox I can repurchase like the uh, the collection that has like 2, 3, and Peace Walker because I really mm. want to play 2 and Peace Walker because I've never played those. So uh, that's cool. Um, I want to play four can they just bring four to a modern platform please oh they actually delisted them in november i thought it was only earlier this year i didn't realize it was so it was long last ago. year sure. yeah um Damn. but yeah that's cool metal gear is now 35 years old this is the metal gear franchise so metal gear solid is not the first game in the series let me tell you this much. Here's a history lesson there were <laughs> nes like, games Damn. called metal gear oh my god <laughs> crazy you have people going Man, I played Metal Gear Solid 1 on the PlayStation 35 years ago. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You are that old right now. Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's cool that these are back on sale. Um, mm. Play Metal Gear. If anything, and if you haven't played it, go purchase Metal Gear Solid 3 and experience one of the best stealth games ever fucking created. If not one of the best games ever. Um, yeah, it's real good. I played that... Yeah, oh, it's so effect good. On, I play, actually, two and three, I played them years later on the PS. Same, so. yeah. Real, real good. I played, I played nonsense, three again real good. just before Metal Gear Solid Five came out, and I was like, "Fuck, mm. this game is so good." And I, in in yeah. in some ways, like I still like Metal Gear Solid Five a lot gameplay wise. I think its story is I a real disappointment, but uh, yeah, story story is bad, but the yeah. The gameplay that is phenomenal. Op- that yeah, that like you know, open world gameplay, the flexibility it gave it to do whatever that you wanted. It, Kojima's it's Kojima's so ahead of its time. Quite a dude in, in, yeah, in terms of like that open world design, like really fucking good. Mm. Um, also, and that, Metal uh, Gear that Solid engine. Three feels the same. Like Metal Gear Solid Three is fucking incredible. Just yeah, top to bottom, just a Another great dude making game. Uh, walking simulators. <laughs> I would really <laughs> love a way to play Metal Gear Solid Four. Outside of uh, PS3, that would be too, fucking fantastic. That's, that's that's what I've missed. Peace Walk I've also missed, but I mean, have I'm you never played Metal Gear Solid Four? Oh lord. So okay, I've you know I've at least played it, but boy, that game. No, is but that's so I'm waiting good. for that to like get a oh, a portal or something. They're gonna slap that on that PS Plus tier, oh, the yeah. expensive one for people like me. Yeah, that oh, that game is so good. If it ever got like a re-release, oh, I'd be there day one. It's mm. just a really good game as well. It really bonkers, like hour and a half cutscenes, but <laughs> super good game. Just really, it's really insane. good game. Yeah, cool. Uh, is, is that oh that's news? I, I think the that, last thing did I miss one? Yeah, the bungee thing. So. We knew, oh, sorry. Yeah, we knew months ago. Um, it, oh, it was actually announced that. in January that uh, PlayStation mm-hmm. or Sony PlayStation intended to acquire Bungie in a deal worth three point six billion dollars. That deal has now closed. It is completed. It's Bungie is now nuts. part of PlayStation. Hooray! And we know that they've done that to enhance their live game service capabilities. Um, I think it was last week or the week before. Sony also closed the deal to acquire Haven, the latest studio led by um, former former Assassin's Creed creator Jade Raymond, um, and they're also they are working on a live service game. So hmm. yeah, lots of live service happening. Interesting. Over, right? What a time Sony. to be alive! Yeah, yeah. The great consolidation of everything. Of everything. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Capitalism. That is now 
not gaming news. That is not gaming news. Uh, Which means we are moving on to questions. If you'd like to send us questions, you can email us, checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on all of our social platforms at Checkpoint Chat. Um, Mm -hmm. What is on the docket for today? So we have one question. One question. A single. You know, we go for quality over quantity here. (laughs) It's a good question. So this is from good good guy Jared Brapra. Brapra. Asks. Hey, Matt and Sandy, hope you're both well. Seeing oh, how delicious. there's been awareness for and seemingly progress against crunching game development, do you guys think that the reports of VFX artists refusing to do work on Marvel for Disney might be the beginning of the same? Yeah, uh, I was reading about is, this this week. It's pretty fucking insane. Um, yeah, so it says, always the almighty house of mouse too big to feel that pressure. It's. Mm. I don't know how much you've read about this, but it's... I know, horrible. Like the, the surface like, level, yeah. Horrible. Mm. It's just like absolute, like people crunching like crazy to get VFX out for these films and these series mm. and like destroying their lives in the process. And, um, you know, I think sadly it is the same sort of problem that the games industry faces where it's seen as such a prestige to work for some of the big to work. That's studios. Exactly what I was, uh, it's I mean, like, it's the same for Disney. It's like, oh my God, you were VFX on a fucking Avengers movie? Holy shit, that's insane, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it killed you and maybe ruined relationships in your life, maybe gave you, you know, you know, sort of like trauma and stress that you'll never get rid of, but... Hey. Yeah. But hey, you worked it's on that the movie. Same, this, yeah, this is... This reminds me a lot of uh, when CD Projekt Red were facing similar criticisms criticisms of crunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, you had like people in comment sections saying like, oh, I can't believe people are complaining. Like I would do that for Cyberpunk or The Witcher. Like I would jump at the opportunity to work with CD Projekt Red. I'm sure it's the same thing here where yeah. Yeah. it's, you know, You'll, if I, I bet you I could find a tweet or something or somebody going like, oh, but these people are working for Disney. Like, I wish I could do that. I would yeah. suffer just so I could work for them. Like, that doesn't... That's it not doesn't okay. make it right. No, it's not okay. <laughs> it's, I, yeah, it's... I think what makes this seem slightly worse is that Disney seems to be paying less than the standard industry fee as well to these VFX insane. artists, which is fucking crazy like how at, it's at, disney at you got ve- disney monet <laughs> at the very least like these big studios like you hear of crunch at all big studios like city project uh your naughty dogs your your big microsoft studios the bethesda's i mean there was a big report on fallout 76 not too long ago mm. um but the one thing at least for the most part that you don't hear about this is there's a lot of unpaid overtime but at mm. the very least their base compensation is within industry standard or above this seems mm. to be like Marvel is paying people peanuts and then expecting the fucking world from them, which is just a double whammy just, of disgustingness. Yeah. Like, really awful. Like, oh, you should feel privileged to work at Disney and also we're going to pay you fucking nothing and we're going to work you into the ground. And then when you're done, we're just going to turf you and get someone else who has the same passion and we can, like, exploit for another year or two. So yeah, it is a machine. Just rinse and repeat, yeah. yeah. It's just sad yeah. because, yeah. It's a horrible thing, and it it is a complex issue. You know, um, I've spoken to to people who have very very nuanced views on on crunch and what crunch is, 
And I think those um, those sort of perspectives are important too. Like there is an element of like, yes, I'm overworking at the studio because I'm very passionate about the work I'm putting out. Mm. Um, and it is a very, I still think it's up to managers to, to kind of control that. Like, okay, you've worked overtime for two weeks, please take a break. Like, I don't mm. care if you need to get this done, you need to take a break because you're going to burn out. Yeah. There is a level of like, oversight that needs to happen at a management level to you know keep people safe from themselves because people need to have those guards in check but at the same time i think it's very very easy for studios in every regard to exploit the passion of people Mm -hmm. like this and just say oh you're really passionate about this this is great please continue you know um till till they hit a wall and it's unrecoverable and then they just move on to the next person so that's kind of crap garbage crazy stuff and for anyone who says oh but they don't force them to work overtime you've clearly never been in a situation you've never been in that environment you've never been in that environment you've never been in an environment where an employer will tell you like yeah you can go home but you check that other guy there he's working three hours more and that's enough to be like a subtle like he's doing more than you he's gonna he's he's gonna get more than you or you're gonna be fired type of thing and that's not okay as well like no. you are not forced into it, sure, but that is a way of forcing it. Um, mm. It's very easy for people not to put it in words. Like, yes, you have to crunch, but you still kind of have to crunch. Like, mm. yeah, it's crap. So yeah, definitely, I, I think like identical situations in many ways. I think there's of- far more unions in the film industry, though. I mean, there was mm. that. I, we all know, like years ago, there was that big writer strike. Writer that, like, strike. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I wonder if that will come into play do you think here? this will lead into you think, like it turns out oh vfx artists read other shooters also like yeah <laughs> yeah this. fuck this this is bullshit yeah exactly yeah. so i mean could you imagine like an industry-wide like vfx strike like that would put whole movies and series <laughs> on hold like in the same well, way that, that the writer strike did so. the writer strike that like severely diluted <laughs> the quality of shows for like a good year or two. and outright canceled a bunch of them because like mm. they couldn't maintain uh, uh the pace because there were so few writers willing to to work during that time so yeah yeah i don't know um i think we're in an interesting time now you know especially in games even where we're seeing more more unionization there's a lot of uh mm. union announcements going up there's like microsoft saying that they will recognize unions formed at at uh, blizzard when they when they finally take ownership of them and that's cool like mm. I think that sort of oversight should exist, especially, you know, it exists in European studios. It should exist in American ones. Everywhere else, yeah. 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 Cool. Cool. Thanks for the question, Jared Brapra. At at Jared Brapra. Is that it? That's it. That's it. That is questions. If you want to send us, if you want to send us a question, you can email us too at uh, checkpointchatpodcast.gmail.com. Oh, wow. Checkpointchatpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Checkpoint Chat and on Instagram at Checkpoint Chat. Uh, and ask us questions whenever, yo. Uh, but that that's it for episode 193 of Checkpoint Chat. Um, thank you so much, as always, for listening. We love you. Um, and we XOXO. will see you next week next on week, Checkpoint yeah. Chat. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Cool. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.